0: Welcome, Pathfinders, to episode two of the after-party, adventuring party, party thing. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so we're going to talk about the games that we've been playing the last couple of sessions, just going over a couple of things as we're making our way through the half-dead city, book one, Mummy's Mask Adventure Path by Jim Groves
1: actually seen a whole lot of half dead or full dead or, or any dead. <laughs> kind
2: of no dead. dead
3: but apparently our friend palto has seen many mummies apparently. yeah many yeah. mummies
2: right. so no many mummies
0: it's
1: all right he's uh he's he, kinda...
2: he fought a mummy he ran from a mummy if he fought a mummy like he ran from it
0: It was just a zombie in a sheet he's like That's oh uh, <laughs>
1: that
2: seems
3: like a mummy yeah i mean <laughs> they're all the foreigners
2: they may not know.
0: know well so you guys had continued your uh your exploration into the tomb of akintepi which has been shockingly undead-free.
3: Yeah. Like,
0: entirely undead-free. I think it's really just being mean to Jessica at that point.
3: Yep.
2: <laughs> so what did you get for fa- 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 not taking favorite enemy, enemy constructs, I took favorite apparently. enemy
3: specifically to not use it, uh-huh. apparently.
2: You should have taken favorite enemy constructs, apparently. Uh,
3: no, I should have taken favorite enemy...
0: I think favorite enemy yeah. constructs mm-hmm. is one of the suggestions, though. It is because it's just like God, oh, so many
2: constructs. But I
1: was like, no way! Are they At least in to this first book, it have been pretty golem Level one. I, I think your idea for the golem being scarab, though is a good idea. They're two thousand five hundred gold. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ooh. those
2: don't work on non-golems. They only work. They only work on actual golem, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't work on yeah, constructs. Yeah, they don't work on normal constructs. it's uh, yeah. unfortunate. Anyway,
0: it's just kind of an a, interesting thing. And uh, and speaking of death, nearly lost Sudi in that, <laughs> which is kind of intriguing. I haven't yeah. gotten to use the uh, the sub- We actually, I'm usually pretty good at where I don't have to look up rules. But I'm just like, I don't do suffocation enough that I know all those rules that, That's
1: my Yeah, I was gonna I say mean, that's I usually one of the things you pull
2: that. out whenever we're underwater we're and not, somebody's got unconscious. Complain yeah
4: i really thought we were a lot more screwed in that room than we ended
3: up being well then the water stopped coming and i was like yeah see
4: we didn't know that the electricity was going to stop and the water was going to stop so when all that started i'm like we're gonna tpk here this is yeah
0: yeah so fun fun thing here's the description in the book i find this kind of interesting that uh, the trap was designed so the chamber would quickly fill with water and drown any would-be thieves fortunately for the pc the trap has never been triggered before and after 2,000 years has developed serious malfunctions (laughs) the doors still close and the electricity arc still function but The aqueduct no longer sends the full force of the river Sphinx into the room, and the water now only fills to a depth of two feet. More an inconvenience than the certain death it would be otherwise. Mm -hmm. Of course, the PCs are unlikely to realize this fact at first, so after the trap's electricity arcs are activated, have the PCs roll initiative, uh, along with false sarcophagus, which animates on its turn, attacks the nearest intruders, uh, and then the water continues to flood. It's more just like uh, keeping everyone on their toes and then forcing you into close quarters with...
4: If we hadn't, if we hadn't triggered the trap with the sarcophagus of ever animated, or the
0: sarcophagus animates if you, uh, even if you disable the trap, the sarcophagus animates if you touch it. Uh. As a side note, I didn't think you guys would necessarily do this whole grave robbing thing. You could have also spent thirty minutes scraping all the gold leaf off of that's the sarcophagus.
2: That's, that's, yeah. no. that's not really our yeah. style, We're even though it's a bad. false thing. It's just that. Still, just kind of weird. I mean,
4: I wasn't even gonna have on yours open it. I was just having him. We were just wanting X. to read the
2: hieroglyphs, which yeah. apparently all said
3: ha 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 ha. ha <laughs> no, 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 you're if you are reading this, it is too late.
0: So yeah, Sudi, I think had the. I mean,
3: I don't, you're Onuris just rolling, went down. You're rolling
4: really high. I had a, I have a 15, had a 15 oh. armor class. So
0: a little bit of what I wanted to do with the after party thing, and this is something I think is generally useful, is kind of talk about what you guys were dealing with behind the scenes. So the, for instance, the false sarcophagus had 36 hit points. And a hardness of five. I
4: figured it had a hardness well, of five. Please
0: tell yeah. me it was bypassed by bludgeoning. It is not, but it actually has a, uh, a flaw to it. Brittle. It actually has a vulnerability to cold.
2: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> literally would have never guessed that. I this is we really good out for not it. having yeah. anybody if with
1: Knowledge Arcana. I, know. I did, so I've got ranks what, in it now. Uh, what was the snake thing? Was it an
4: elemental? Because when we couldn't yeah, critical so the, it, I was like, oh. Yeah, it's the, got- the
0: Sandling is is from the, the uh, Tomophores. With that, uh, with
4: Knowledge of the planes yeah. and not being able to critical it, I was like, oh, it's
1: got to it's,
0: be. It's an Earth Elemental, elemental. outsider. Uh, it only had 19 hit points, but it had a five bludgeoning damage reduction.
1: Yeah, that's why CDMC did a good Interestingly enough armor
4: class. That's not bad for a first level character. You're just rolling high to like, beat the shit out of Well, us.
0: interestingly enough, on yours if, if you guys had anyone in the party that could have made a knowledge check and actually identified it, on Eurus would have been great in that fight, because it actually has a weakness.
3: What's its
1: weakness? It is
0: vulnerable to water. Ah. Um, for oh. every two gallons of water that hits a sandling, it is slowed as the slow spell for one
2: round. Ah, oh, you could have been slowing it. <laughs> I could have been slowing
0: it. So, uh, so fun thing Sad. for
2: everyone
3: out
0: there: having knowledge is to identify things is very
2: useful. Which is I also why we usually always have everybody yeah. covering the knowledge. We just we've kinda, shored
3: that up now. We kind of yeah, sucked I'm the pretty first sure level. We fixed that
0: at yeah, this the party point. just didn't have a doesn't have any arcane spellcaster, and nope. so there's yes. like a lot of
1: things that are kind of missing from that. And well, and I think sometimes you forget about it too, because for example, our Rise of the Rune Lords game, I played an investigator who had hella bonuses on all the knowledges, and it was freaking amazing. And you kind of forget how often you need those knowledges because oh, yeah. you get in there and you're like, ah, oh, fight! Your base attack is really important. Yeah, but knowing what the crap it is is also really important. It is half the battle. Yeah, I was going
2: to yeah, say, right. yeah, knowing is half the battle.
0: It's a large part of the reason that I like using the background skills, because it encourages players to go, okay, well I can spend these skills on what I need for like combat stuff, but the background skills, even though the background skills don't include any of the knowledges that allow you to roll for information on mod- they give you a lot of things like engineering and history, which gives you a lot more of the flavor.
2: Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I, I'm a huge lore fan, and so naturally, like any of the knowledge, history, knowledge, nobility, that stuff is always really interesting to me. Just because yeah. it's it's one thing to kind of go into a. Uh, it's
4: nice to know why we're
2: doing. Yeah, things. to like go into a tomb and be like, okay, we're gonna ra- we're gonna rob this tomb, and this is pretty Egyptian. But like once you get into the history of the person and like who he was, you're like, oh, okay, like he feels like much more alive. I can understand why they did this grand burial for him and where he got all of his money from it makes a lot more sense and it just kind of makes it feel a lot more alive yeah the people
4: that just run through and murderize everything I'm like there's so much lore and so much background and so much detail about all of this stuff take a second and roll some knowledge checks and figure out what
2: What's I mean, th- there, there are more than a few people at Paizo whose job is pretty much just yes. to do all the lore yeah. stuff, so, like, yeah. show them some respect.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's funny, because it's—anytime um, that I'm running a game, there's two things that I always want to have happen, and it's, it really applies to this last session, or to the, uh, to the first session here, episode 4. First off, I want the players to always pass all of their knowledge history checks because (laughs) there's so much information here. I'm just like, please, just let me give it to them because a lot of times because there's no other way to
2: get it. A lot of times, yeah. Yeah. And
0: so later on, I can kind of introduce it back in. It's like, oh yeah, you must have gone back and studied since you put some ranks in knowledge history, and now you know Akintepi was famous for this one battle or. For instance, you guys found a shield when you found the uh, the scarab shield, but you also found a shield that was in there that you're like, oh, well, I have no idea what this shield is.
4: It's we know it's foreign. Yeah. It's not Assyrian. It was one of the
2: foreign uh, light. Was it light wooden shield?
0: Yeah, light. Yeah, it's a light wooden shield. Is a shield of similar design to the those used by the eastern tribes in the Mwangi expanse. Okay, um, cool. Just being able to, I mean, first now you can kind of visualize it as being yeah. this African style shield. And then secondly, it's oh well, I mean that adds a whole new level. When did he march down to the Morgen yeah, Expanse? Why is and from like, yeah. all the way you know, down did the Mon- did these Longhi tribes Expanse. invade into Osirian and do a battle or something like that? And it's this whole like interesting level. But since no one has knowledge of geography, it's just oh that's a weird shield. I haven't. And you shove it in the bag. <laughs> but the on one the... thing
4: that does drive me nuts about the adventure paths is you get a bunch of information on the NPCs and stuff, and there's then sometimes there's like no way for us to ever. Oh, find that, out Oh, that that is my of it.
2: least favorite part. We is... just
4: stabbed this villain in the face, and there's no way that we're ever going to know any of their motives motivations, yeah. but they have a giant it's, paragraph. It's kind of up yeah. to the you Game
2: Master know? to work a lot of that
0: stuff in. Um, yeah,
2: because uh, if you've never read one of the adventure books, the last bits of it have the main characters that you'll see, yeah. and they usually get a two-page spread of exactly their entire backstory. And the only time, time we ever is. saw them is
4: when we confronted them and stabbed them in the face.
2: You yeah, know? And, so, and sometimes that's just like, ah... Man, yeah, that was a really I great character. Like
0: Bonville and that, where they're just expositioning while they're fighting you. Yeah. They're like, it's like, yeah. oh, you dare to fight me? I was trained in the Arcanarium and battled you know, my way through <laughs> all the classes. And, oh, okay, well, yeah, you appear to be very well trained. And three of the four players that I have here, with the exception of Jordan, have never, well, no, Jessica's also game mastered. For
3: children. For children,
0: yes. yes as part of her whole teaching and teaching children the the future of
4: i tried it like way back in high school and i was awful at it and i've never yeah. looked back
1: <laughs> yeah, I I'm, I'm married to a game master it's so i don't really need to yeah. worry about it <laughs> it's not
3: my preferred
1: <laughs> playing
3: but it was interesting
2: I, I think i like playing a player more but yeah. i do enjoy game mastering also because y- you do get to see a lot more that's behind i mean the scenes. I, I
0: actually do prefer being a game master but uh and it, it kind of adds an interesting thing because as a game master i want everyone to pass all of their knowledge history checks but there are also a lot of times, I know that when you're playing the rogue, it really sucks <laughs> to miss a trap.
2: Yeah. Uh, but then sorry. there,
0: then I'm just sitting there saying, man, that fight would have been so much less exciting if the room wasn't flooding with water and all the rest yeah. of this stuff. There are those cinematic moments where I'm like, okay, oh, well, you found and disabled a needle trap that pops out of a box and stabs you. It's like, I... Don't care at all whether or not I find that. I prefer to just find it so I don't have to really deal with it as much. Yeah. But for instance, the room with all of the arrows shooting out of the wall. Oh, man. And then you have a time limit while, you know, everyone's like hunkering down and trying to protect one another with their shields while the rogues trying to pick this while arrows are flying everywhere and trying to get out of the room. See,
4: I as a player, I'm glad she found that because I, I'm a first level cleric. <laughs> I have two freaking spells. I was for
1: not to be stabbed yeah. with arrows. Yeah, because yeah. that's actually happened to one of my characters in yeah. another game and it was not fun.
4: At but. higher levels where I have, we've had the money where I can have some wands and where I have spells and it's like, okay, I can burn this. That's fine. But yeah. at first level, I'm like, oh, no. Well, no, it's, no, no, It's, no, it's no. just
0: when, when it's a generic trap where it's just, like, okay, it's a simple trap. I don't really care. But anytime there's one of these set piece traps, the one that immediately springs to mind, and I won't, just for spoiler reasons, I won't give away where it is. It's in a Greg Vaughn book, though.
1: No, of course uh, oh, <laughs> Greg. No one here is surprised by that There's fact. this amazing
0: <laughs> trap where it's like a pit trap. So it starts out, it's like, oh, that's kind of boring. And then it drops you down into this large circular room. And then the entirety of the room begins spinning like a crazy freaking tilt-a-wall. I know exactly where you're referencing. And then, the walls are magnetic. Mm. And so, like, Mm. all the party members are magnetized to the outside wall and are being crushed by the centrifugal force. And the only way to deactivate it is if you can actually get to the center column. And disable it from there. And so it's this, this amazing trap that is basically just, it spins you around until everyone just dies of starvation or the blood rushing to their head or whatever. And then I ran it for a number of you guys. And you basically went, oh, there's a pit trap here, and then you disabled it, and then walked over the pit <laughs> trap, and knew nothing about this amazing trap well, down I'm there. Well, I'm happy
3: we didn't fall into the very go round of death. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was gonna say, I, 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 li- I, I like those rides at the at the carnivals, but not when they don't <laughs> <Yeah>. stop. <laughs> yeah, the vomit will.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but as a game master, I'm like, oh, that would have been it would have
0: been an epic scene.
3: No,
4: it would have yeah. been horrible. That
2: but yeah, the, sometimes we're our own worst enemies in that regard. <laughs>
4: It was, it was amazing. more of a like trap within a trap on that one. Yeah, it
1: was hilarious.
2: Yeah. This does also give
0: us an opportunity to address something, just segueing a little bit from that. That also came up in this first part, episode four. There's always this debate about resting or leaving a dungeon.
4: I am not going to sleep in the flippin' dungeon when no. there's an inn. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> well, let's let's go in this case uh, <laughs> since you guys didn't have to rest in a dungeon. Leaving a dungeon before you complete
4: it. It really depends on the circumstances. In a circumstance like this where we're inside the city, the whole thing is regulated by the church. Yeah, there's a risk that another group might come down here. But let's just go back to the inn and we'll come back in the morning.
0: To me, it's a little bit more almost. It depends on what the occupants are. So when you're in this inn, like so far you guys have run into, let's see, trap, trap, bugs, bugs. Elemental uh, and, thing, and lots like of yeah. animated Constructs, objects yeah. and some elementals and then some more I mean, nothing that this,
3: resets yeah
2: really. well and it's also it's like it's nothing that's intelligent yeah no, nothing that's gonna Rove come look for us yeah, that's the other for. thing yeah you or know, re-
4: like well and it also was good. advantageous of us to leave to sell some stuff yeah. refill some potions yeah. we yeah. wanted to get that shield identified yeah and if we decided to camp out down here, we would have missed out on all that characterization and everything. That's that fair, yeah. At the yeah. End. Also, it's like, okay, we're out of healing, so we have to leave, but is this really a good spot for us to be retreating? Right. You know?
0: Well, and inevitably you run into something. The big two culprits, I'm sorry, the big three culprits to this would be an incorporeal <laughs> creature. Where you're at too low of a level to actually have magical yeah. weapons. No, thank you. A swarm, such as you're facing right now, where you I, don't have the area effects well, or anything. Well, we don't have actually... an
4: arcane spellcaster. I don't right even though, have a bludgeoning so. weapon. I
2: have bludgeoning weapons. I'm going to be a rock star in that fight.
4: I'm I have a torture, Little
1: baby so. cleric. I don't have boom spells <laughs> yet. <laughs> the, the, the first, the thing that's coming into my head you're right gonna now. going to tuck behind
0: your shield and let it part around you and eat everyone. Else. We need
1: Will Smith <laughs> to show up and like start stomping on him. Well, it's <laughs> not a giant papa cockroach. I know, I know, that's the first. Even, even
0: Will Smith does. <laughs> no damage to a cockroach swarm. Uh, uh, the third one is always uh, creatures with high damage reduction. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Which, well, you if you run
0: into at a low lef- level, is just yeah. rough.
4: Like I said, Dungeon Crawls, because you never feel like it's. Like, it's okay, we're this is our first site, and we're down here exploring, and you don't really know, are, were we supposed to be able to do this all in one go, and we, we just suck? Or, you know, did they expect us to go take breaks? Well, I mean, you know? to be fair, you
0: guys walked through the the fight against the, the mining beetles. so if yeah, you guys had fight. decided to walk across the hall before you went down the hallway to the flood chamber, you still would be facing a cockroach yeah. swarm now. And he feasibly would have been facing a cockroach swarm with absolutely no health left. And I think I might have touched about this a little bit during the after party in the first one, but just as kind of a a show of hands, it's not a literal show of hands, because that would be terrible for a podcast. (laughs) Uh, What is the general impression of dungeon crawl first books? Because I'm always a little bit on the fence where it's, you know, for me, I enjoy the dungeon crawls. I enjoy going through and doing all the dungeon crawls and all the rest of that stuff. But it's always one of those in the first book it's kind of rough to do like a dungeon crawl straight and so rolling into one right off of the bat which a number of adventure paths this one you can obviously go back to town anytime that you want and just like leave the dungeon behind
4: well we're not really leaving town we're just in the dead part of town
0: So I would say, generally speaking, I like them.
3: I don't really like dungeon crawls
1: in general. I don't mind them in first books. Doing the the dungeon crawl right from the get-go is... Uh, first level's not, hard. Not my favorite. I mean, I, I don't dislike dungeon crawls, but I, I almost like them to be disguised. It shouldn't feel like I'm just slogging through Like, a like Serpent
2: Skull, I think, was a really good one.
1: Um, Um, Nah. I uh, I was thinking legacy. I would would
0: (laughs) very much argue that Serpent Skull didn't have a dungeon crawl in it until the very Yeah, the
4: very very last book book definitely had some dungeon crawl stuff. I just don't like dungeon crawls at low level.
0: Well, and the one thing that I would really say that I think is a a huge advantage and a a strong tip of the hat here to uh, Jim Groves... For his writing of it, I've loved a number of Jim Grove's books. He did a uh, one of the books that I've run through before in Wrath of the Righteous. I haven't had the chance to do Rain of Winter yet, but I know that he did The Shackled Hut in Rain of Winter, uh, which, so from what I understand, is a very good book. A really a good, good book. book so so
1: Half of this table has not played Rain of Winter yet. Yeah, we're going to play that with a different Y'all are going to have a good time. It I, is I, a really good adventure. I would
0: bath. give
3: myself amnesia to play it again. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's a really good adventure
0: path. And not to disparage the writers of either of these other adventure path books, we've done ones previously where it's just, okay, book one dungeon where you're exploring this, this old ruin or book one dungeon where you're exploring this haunted ruin, you can basically like delve into it and then come back out, but it's all one dungeon. Whereas mm-hmm. the half dead city, as it's kind of been established since episode one, we're
4: gonna have three different sites. Yeah, yeah,
0: and so it's and it's and a lot of opportunities to go in, explore, and then
2: retreat back and, out. And that's
4: assuming now that we've met these other people, we don't end up running into wherever Marin is if we find out he's in trouble. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah, and like I said, we you get the thing where you have to come back out because there is that character development and stuff because. If you're fr- if you're not from Wati like, and you come in and you go right into this dungeon crawl thing, and you basically don't talk to anybody, like, you have no support, nobody to back you up. If you know we get into trouble now, we could at least be like, hey. Uh, you know, we found this thing we don't know how to beat it. Hey, here's like ten people we can go talk to to be like, hey, or do you it's have one any of those ideas? If we hadn't
4: rested in the dungeon, and hadn't come out, and like we're walking through to our next side or back to this one, and Rick's like, oh, you hear like dogs barking, and it sounds like it's in distress. We're gonna be like, eh, whatever. That's true. And yeah. now we're gonna be like, oh, dogs barking, and it sounds like they're in trouble. We gotta go check on Marin, You know, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure knowing this group, we'd probably hear dogs a dog are in trouble. distress. <laughs> we're still gonna I'm go help, saying, just but just we'd saying. be like, eh,
2: Speak
1: yeah. for yourself. Sudhi's right. <laughs> <laughs> like no. I was talking about just like I as
2: for people,
1: like <laughs> we're the. D- I think in every single game, adventure, path, whatever. If there's ever an animal in distress, or if there's an animal that we're fighting, our first instinct is I don't want to. Can hurt we it. can we handle we animals
2: talk to our calm way them out down? Of fights
1: with animals a lot. That's why it's
0: yeah. always good to have the druid that can just wild empathy it. Well, I have a down. ranger. Yeah. So, you guys, I mean, you all have mentioned Marin and Falto, who you mm-hmm. met in episode five. Yes. And I always actually appreciate an opportunity to sit back for a while and meet with NPCs. And talk with them and get, like, another face and everything. And
1: apparently um, pull well, pranks on them. <laughs> well, it
0: makes you, you to, like, yeah.
4: give a crap about what you're doing. You but, and it's also
0: just one of those, you can just go, it's like, oh, okay, there's a whole bunch of other, like, tomb robbers and everything in here, but at the same time, you're just, like, Fulto obviously has some sort of history to him. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, I don't
4: think he's running around with the best people, and he says he's with the Cleric of Sarenrae, but we haven't seen her yet. Yeah, I would like, like to uh, see my, her my, holy symbol, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and
2: call it, I think she's already dead. Yeah,
3: no, maybe. I think she's just... Either she doesn't yeah. want to associate with the Hell Knights,
2: Which, I mean, um, I That seems
3: like an or, odd Or, you know, maybe he she's said not. a guy that
4: trained for the Hell Knights. I don't think he's actually Hell But he's a not Hell wearing Knight. Hell Knight armor. He's still yeah. scary and big and if, I don't know. But, yeah, I kind of want to see her holy symbol and be like, are yeah. you really a cleric of Serenray, or is that what you just told a naive
3: boy over here?
1: Yeah. Isn't Serenray? No, that's not. That's Kadira. JK. I feel like JK. we're going to end up saving his butt at some point. Maybe. It's crazy. I mean, like it, the, the
2: the the breadcrumbs have kind of been put out there that like yeah. there's people that are out there trying to rob us. We're either going to get robbed or we're going to help somebody not get robbed. Yeah,
3: yeah. His is poor, he going to be your, your character's poopers. boyfriend? We're, we're going to get
2: know. mugged at some point, also. You can't you.
1: date him. He's very annoying. <laughs> yeah. She's not interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's tru- so charming though. <laughs> <laughs> is treating him like a troll. <laughs> like, oh, you're. We're cute. gonna we're gonna tap, have tap, a throwdown
4: with Hella or whatever. What is her name? The woman with the hat. I wrote it oh. down, but I don't think I spelled it right. La 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 la. Yeah, the, I know the hat, yeah, the hat lady. And then, um, I, and and then the I think is. of the,
1: the doc. <laughs> she doesn't have a heen or a Heine or whatever. <laughs> but that's just uh, what I imagine.
0: Bellriana. Uh
4: huh. Bellriana. Hypaxis.
0: We'll yeah, so fight her. And the rest of the scorched Stand.
4: I also owe
3: money to a halfling.
4: I really feel like sure. we're just going to start calling her Val. I'm calling her the hat lady. Yeah, the hat lady. Hat lady. Hat lady. <laughs> We tend to
0: give nicknames. My... Curse you, hat lady! <laughs> we tend <laughs> yes, to give
3: nicknames to um, things.
4: Sometimes not very nice nicknames. No, and sometimes <laughs> they're interchangeable
1: nicknames. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, that's what yeah. you get for having a, a I, very distinctive thing. There was
0: like a flaming skull face Flaming, flaming that, skull face That was. was my
1: face. Yeah. We also had. Uh, maybe you can edit this out. Uh, Angel. Be- <laughs> Yeah. That was yeah. kind of mean.
0: If you do intend like uh, intentional profanity, like having a bit of a space there does make it a lot easier to <laughs> think. So, like, you know, it's like doing angel.
3: <laughs> like that's a
0: lot easier to edit out <laughs> than all at once but i understand what you're going can for
3: can we make up nicknames for every bad person and just compile them into a fun trivia game that we play with listeners at some point <laughs> it, Guess the tribute. adventure path and then we just give you the names and you have to yeah. guess
1: where they come from i know which one flaming school face is from i mean yeah. well, you were
2: there well, I, I just like to do it for this podcast and see if people can remember what the actual name of that person was hot lady ladies, we're Hat
3: obviously lady. terrible L- rihanna I don't care to know her name. She was not very nice.
2: <laughs>
4: you
3: didn't even bad, talk to her. I certainly did. I went with you.
1: Oh, that's right. You did.
3: Because <laughs> I was like, ah, dang it. She He's going to get knocked
1: over. <laughs> but she wasn't as bad as I expected her to be.
4: <laughs>
3: no, she was fine. She just seemed she kind fine. of like self-absorbed, and she just wants her Nethis stuff. It's fine. Yeah, but Nethis is a she neutral won. deity,
4: so she could totally be evil. Sure, she yeah, could,
3: but it's possible. she also could just be, you know, not a ray of sunshine. Ma- well, I don't imagine.
1: I mean, she's, she's just
0: looking escape. for a sacred place to her deity. Yeah, so, she's I mean,
1: just you know, I get it. I get it. Yeah, in other games we've had the same thing happen, only they were red mantis assassins. They're well. just looking
0: for a sacred place to her deity.
2: <laughs> looking
1: for a sacred place to stab you in the back. Hopefully. Or dance.
3: <laughs> yeah. They throw a wicked dance party.
2: If you've never fought red mantis.
3: Oh that They throw a wicked
0: dance party and you just toss a couple of those glow sticks that you got from the bugs in there.
4: That was pretty good Check out this in, rave. in the one time, like, everybody but my character got entranced by the red mantis yeah. at their dance party, yeah. and I was and like, so what ama- is happening?
1: Imagine, like, a praying mantis doing his little thing with his little scissor arms and everything, and we always make this noise. <laughs> <laughs> and then we do our own dance. looks
2: a little bit like, um... Like shaking my yeah. yeah, like shaking
3: yeah.
2: yeah, we
0: got some, uh, some rockers going on. Yes.
3: Yeah, yeah, not mar- margarita. Margarita. <laughs>
0: I thought I was going to I was like, everyone agreed with them. And I'm just sitting <laughs> there, it's like, Macarinas? Oh, God, I almost thought I was
2: going to you know, I said it, and I
1: was like, I just said that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so if you can imagine some fully garbed Red Mantis assassins doing the Macarena at you as they slowly stealth up to assassinate you. <laughs>
2: The best
1: thing ever. The uh, dances, I almost got away with the two. <laughs> now, now, I'm now I'm just picturing a Red man just <laughs> assassin hey, doing the little, uh, uh, the Maraca dance that, um, the, 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 the oh, weird tree thing. Yeah, oh, from, from the, the new Zelda wild. game. So <laughs> he's doing the little butt shake. Oh.
2: <laughs> That, that, is, that is probably
1: the oh, funniest Oh, I can't remember thing. that guy's name.
4: What is that? What
3: is the, the power that gives no. you extra
0: yeah, inventory? E- email it in to us if you guys know.
3: Uh, it. You go to uh, thing, right? Media Gothi or whatever sure. yeah. And then you walk into their, like, assassin training school, and there's literally a dance class, and they're like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. One, six, seven, eight. And then they all practice. They're Have deep. you ever
0: wondered why they're all so fit? I mean, they're all, like, dance aerobics.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs>
0: It's all part of the whole, like, Red Mantis training. And if they fail
3: out, you know, if they're not murdered. If they fail out and they're not murdered, they they join a dance troupe. Yeah, there you (laughs) go. It's, yeah.
0: It's true. I mean, if killing people never works out for you, there's
2: always Broadway.
3: Yeah, Apparently.
4: Or
2: the glaring Uh, equivalent I was going to say Murder (laughs) Place.
3: That would be, Murder Place. Yeah,
2: I was going to say, if I'm going to kill assassin, I'm going to go to the Murder Place. Well,
3: if adventuring doesn't pan out, Murder Place. Yeah.
0: And that's basically what most adventuring is. We also, during this, got a chance to uh, to delve a little bit into Segura's backstory
1: yeah. um,
0: and some fun things. Apparently. I don't know if you, you want to talk any about your backstory. You or?
1: either seem to be a Lady of the Night, or you are a former Lady of the Night. I or am or not a Lady of the Night. I am the muscle that
3: guards the Ladies of the ah, Night. Ah, I see.
2: She's the bouncer.
3: I'm kind of like the bouncer, and those are my ladies that I protect. Who have a really bad landlord and need
1: money. Yes, so what you're saying is that we're going to be getting rid of this landlord. Wow, well.
3: <laughs> I am chaotic neutral, but I think it might be easier just to pay off the landlord.
1: Yeah, I have
4: to say, I don't know how my character being lawful good would feel about just offing We do not this guy. invite you, <laughs>
2: uh, don't invite me either. I'm lawful neutral.
1: <laughs> we don't invite either of these what lawful, is it with people? lawful? Man, I'm neutral good. I'd be like, oh, this guy's trying hey, if to I had a choice to be a
2: not-that
4: is neutral. a
1: lawful neutral
4: deity, so two of my options. I mean, all of my options lawful.
3: Yeah. Bastet is a chaotic neutral deity of secrets <laughs> and intrigue.
0: So your character is following Bastet. Yep. Um I think Sudi is the only one that's following one of the core deities, right? I you believe so. Bastet, uh, you follow Bastet. Yeah, Faresma, I follow Phirasma.
2: Uh,
1: I follow Osiris. You
0: follow Osiris, and
1: you
2: follow Horus. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm the. That's the one normal thing that Sudi's got going for him is uh, Follows for Asma. Although
3: you should totally follow Bastet, man. I just kind of stumbled upon Bastet, and it worked out.
4: You know, when you're born with a deity's holy symbol on your face. You don't
3: really
1: really get the option.
4: (laughs) Three
0: of you do worship the old gods, uh, the ancient gods of old Assyrian, which just for a little bit of like a delve into the backstory here, they are, again, the deities that most of us associate with. Egypt, so Anubis and Bastet and Hathor and Horus and Osiris, etc., etc. Before, these were all worshipped Neth- alongside of Nethys and, and Phras- Phrasma Nethys and Serenrae. Of, I think
4: Nethus and Phrasma were really the big two.
0: Yeah, and Serenre was as well, although Serenre's church took on a different tone once uh, the Kelshite Interregnum began. But basically, during the Kelshite Interregnum, when Osirians uh, was basically conquered by... Uh, a foreign power. And a
4: lot of people turned away from yeah. the old gods. So
0: basically, like, the carvings were defaced, statues were toppled, temples were razed, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and the belief in the ancient gods declined. Uh, although it was never truly wiped out, as is evident by the, the three of you. And given an opportunity, obviously, to worship a deity outside of the norm, it's kind of tempting to just take it. Yeah. But And there's actually a whole interesting thing pertaining towards it, and I'm not going to get into it here, but I might get into it at a later time, pertaining towards like why the gods of the ancient Osirians kind of faded into the background. But Bastet, who is your deity, is yep. the uh, goddess of Cat's Pleasure and Secrets... Popular goddess amongst the bards and women of all classes. She is the patron of spies, rogues, and thieves. Most of her clerics are women, although men are welcome to the priesthood. And both genders work as secret prostitutes in Vestet's temples, which host celebratory festivals, replete with dancing, drinking, and revelry. Mm-hmm. We've kind of touched a little bit on your character's backstory. We haven't really delved much. But we have introduced a lot of people, I think, listening at the very beginning kind of assumed that you're in this for just the money. I think the rest of your party probably mostly assumes that, with the exception of maybe Sudi, who so realizes that beneath that cold veneer of nah. a heartless grave robber is a cat loving woman who. <laughs> <laughs> crazy cat lady who guards her sacred prostitutes. Yes.
3: <laughs> a cat loving lesbian who wants okay. to save the temple of Besta. I
0: mean, what's wrong with that?
3: Um, I mean, it's still about the money, but yeah. it's, you know, not just for herself. It's yeah. not for a selfish friend. Which is kind of interesting because she doesn't. I mean, this is the only family she's ever felt like she had family connections to. So,
0: And kind of introduced that there's this uh, this other character. You got a chance to speak with Sabra, who uh, runs the temple there. And we introduced uh, this other character, uh, at least in name, of uh, Mesutah, mm-hmm. who uh, basically owns the building. It kind of came across as there's, uh, there's something going on there that he wants the temple out.
3: But yeah, that's a current problem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's the classic evil landlord kind of trope. Where he demands more money than people can pay, and then when they can't pay, kicks them out. Right.
0: So kind of like um, like Kingpin and Daredevil, where yeah. it's just like I'm just going to let, let there's the place no rent just... control
2: in Wati. Yeah, there's no
0: rent <laughs> control in Wati. <Y-T>, so <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to run everyone out. Yes. I feel like it will become more interesting later on for Heather's character on as everyone else here came from poverty.
4: Okay. Yep. yep. I did not.
0: And on was born with a silver spoon. One of spoon to in his one <laughs> of
1: the richest families in the city. My family started out as like uh, middle class and anything, but yeah. they were poor by the time I was born. And then I definitely spent some time yeah. uh, and
0: Sudi started out the poorest of everyone.
2: So
1: yeah, you did. I didn't even I have a family.
2: Out <laughs> I was born an orphan, mm. so
3: a boffin, if you will. Oh my God!
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure when you were born without parents, you're just an orphan. I don't think the <laughs> <was> born orphan.
3: <laughs> you couldn't have been born an orphan because your mother existed.
2: Nah, I, that that is totally possible. She dies in childbirth, and the dad's already dead. You can be born an orphan. Oh
3: my gosh! Well, you're and then born. someone
2: took him to the SPCA and <laughs> 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 the, good home. the, the OSPCA. <laughs> I was going to say I was. I was I was pick, I was picked up by uh, you know Sphinx mommy and daddy who decided nope don't want this and they threw me in the river.
0: Yeah, put you in a cardboard box with a heating pad underneath <laughs> it. <laughs> we'll come back for later. So. You know, approaching your character's backstory and everything else, which is what we uh, we delved into a little bit in episode five there. Take me through, I suppose, just for Jessica here, like, take me through your thought process on uh, how you went and built your character. Did you start out with the idea of, I'm going to worship Bastet?
3: Well, originally she was going to be a catfolk who worshipped Bastet. And then well, that makes sense. And then I didn't want to be a catfolk because I wanted to be a Suli instead, so... But I like the Bastet part because she's a pretty cool deity, she has a long history, she's actually kind of a... An amalgamation of different African tribal deities that were all cat-themed. And I think, what is it, like, Set something? There's a, a lioness, Sekhmet, deity of Sekhmet. war. Sekhmet. Sekhmet and Bastet used to be the same, like, yeah. interchangeable, and now they've just kind of split off. But
0: And in the uh, the pantheon, at the very least, in Osirian, Sekhmet is Bastet's sister.
3: Oh, that makes sense. Uh, and then once I was that, it was like, well, I know that my backstory, I'm going to be like a, a grave robber type And have, like, a rough upbringing. And so, growing up and then living in a brothel seemed to make sense. And added some depth that Segura needed. So...
0: Well, Bestet is a, is a good choice for you because your character's personality thus far lines up pretty well with Bestet. The whole idea that she's like a goddess of protection and, you know, warding and defense, and she's usually very laid back and kind of interested in pursuing her own pleasures and everything, unless she's roused to anger, mm-hmm. uh, at which point she is fiercely protective and violent when necessary. Yeah. I'm very interested in getting to uh, to go a little bit further, tie in your character's backstory, delve into that. Here, hopefully, pretty soon, we'll get a chance to look at everyone else's backstories.
4: Mm-hmm. Dun, dun,
0: done. <laughs> so, uh, I suppose let's move on to talk to about episode six. The one with the something or another. I haven't come up with a name for it yet.
4: The one with all the secret doors? The one with all the, <laughs> no, <was> say, <laughs> with all mean, the secret The I,
0: one with all little... the perception checks.
2: Uh, I was going to say, it was when we started suddenly finding... It was like secret doors behind secret doors behind secret doors.
4: I mean, it was very authentic. I mean, the Egyptians did put a lot of secret doors and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Tombs, yeah. false tombs, secret doors. Giant stone slabs that aren't meant to be moved ever that sealed off entryways to parts of the tomb so they Basically couldn't be looted.
1: don't steal my
3: yeah <laughs> yeah. i feel like that's the theme of this adventure past so far please don't steal my thing
2: so one, the one question that i do have from that rick and maybe you'll enlighten us what the okay. heck were those bug things that we stopped oh
0: on? the bug thing Yeah. what are
2: those and what were their abilities because we never got to show them because they kind of jumped they out worth
3: money if you just captured them
2: yeah because they kind of jumped out but they're like they were I, but i'm assuming small size like yeah. they're pretty big
0: uh yeah, they're about dog size. They're technically small sized creatures. Yeah, um, they
4: were only a challenge challenging half. So but I mean, if it's, yeah, it's a bug weren't. and it's dog size, that is not. Yeah, I could creature. I could never be an adventurer. I'd be the fir- when the, like when we got to the tomb and there was a giant scorpion. I would have been like, okay, I tried. Peace out. Yeah. I miss you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah. So the the creatures are uh, mining beetles. Huh. Mining um, beetles. Mining that's beetles. Cool. Yeah, they like to dig? Yeah, basically, that's kind of what they do. Dig um, tunnel. it's. They're distant cousins to the fire beetles, uh, except for the fire beetles can fire abo- be above right ground and everything else. The mining beetles are almost entirely subterranean. Oh, uh, that's what um, that's right. And so they're pretty much fire beetles with the advanced template. So, much like the fire beetles, they just bite. Oh, okay. And that's about all they do. Okay. There's an interesting element that you can kind of tie back in. And part of the reason why they're so violent. Uh, they were
4: going to finish violent. the tomb
0: for <laughs> Akintepi. <laughs> they're building the tomb for him. Don't worry, guy. We saw your little diorama thing. We think you're real cool. And they started worshiping him as a god.
2: Yeah.
0: Akintepi's revenge. <laughs> no, it's actually one of the kind of the interesting things is the, the two mining beetles there were being preyed upon by the camel spiders that you fought previously. Aww. Which is why you found the carapaces in the other room. And so they're even more aggressive than usual and at attack anything that comes down the steps because they view it as invading their territory and are just like, oh, God, it's more camel spiders back to kill us.
3: Oh, buddies, we're so much more deadly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: and I totally forgot about those other carapaces or else we, would have been, we could have been like, hey, are those the same as the other ones? But mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was a mis- on our You could kill them and do the things. But, yeah you can, can take their, uh,
0: yeah, you can take their little glowing things, and I think they keep producing light for one 6 days or something oh, like that. Oh, that's a long wow. time. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they're about half the illumination of a torch, but I mean, it's still kind of useful just to hold on to them and just...
1: Again, they're like the weird little glowy things from Pitch Black that they found all over the wall.
0: Yeah, you can put them in a jar and just shake them up.
4: (laughs) 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 Instead of fireflies, you have weird little beetle glands. If we
3: had captured them, would we have been able to sell them?
0: I would have let you sell them. Huh, they don't cool. actually have, like, a listed price, but under the uh, the fire beetle stuff, they talk about how, uh, yeah, caged fire beetles are a popular source for long-lasting illumination among uh, eccentrics and miners.
3: Huh, well,
4: there
0: you go. Hmm. So, I would have probably come up with some I sort of price. I would
4: have liked to see you try to, like, drag these things to market, though. That would have been kind of hilarious. There's dog size. I just
3: need a purse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or a leash. A horrible purse dog
3: <laughs>
4: here What's this my is my time, this right? is my purse beetle.
1: <laughs> it glows yeah if It'll i recall, if I recall they're
0: actually on the summon monster one huh. thing because a lot of people like fire beetles for some of Uh yeah one. they are so they're a really popular thing there i mean these weren't like celestial or infernal they're just advanced they're templates.
4: just scared little bugs that we
1: murdered i feel bad we didn't they didn't know. <laughs> yeah. No druids in this party.
0: You killed Mr. and Mrs. Mining Beetle. <laughs> and left a whole bunch of Mining Beetle orphans.
1: Mining oh, God.
0: Orphans. In the little, like, holes down Why there.
4: Why do you have to, like, give these things backstories and make like me f- feel bad for killing They have bugs. a rich, complicated
0: history. They're just doing their things when you're were around. was a whole ecosystem down here that you just destroyed between these spiders and these Mining Beetles and their turf war over well, the room with the tapestry. Well, like
1: scorpion beetles, too, or There's whatever. Scorpion. The, scorpion. the good news
2: is they yeah. didn't have any, like, eggs or anything that uh, Jess... Would want to uh, keep and raise. Yeah, I mean the the <coughs> scorp-
0: yeah the scorpion <laughs> was just like a mercenary. He was coming in here to you know highest bidder. Wow, it was, was a whole like insectoid thing.
3: We just destroyed the entire <laughs> like subplot. Yeah, <laughs> we're done.
0: They had their own epic quest that they were going to go on. Now it'll never happen.
3: Actually, no, we've killed the parent, so that means the child will be an adventurer. I'm. Oh, it's true, I'm that is by requirement. Man. <laughs>
0: Yep. Yep. Either that or he'll go up to the surface and meet up with some sort of crazy bug druid. It's like, <laughs> oh, bug druid.
4: Yes. Aren't, there are vermin druids. There right are vermin druids. That and is what's going to happen. That is canon.
0: So yeah, you guys managed to continue your exploration and everything about how close you get, you think you are. I uh, hope
4: that now that we went through the room with the stuff for the afterlife and it hadn't been touched, that nice. we are hope we're getting close. I also hope yeah. that if
0: well, we meet these you found horrible
3: cockroaches touched. things.
0: Oh yeah, cor- cockroach form. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah we're am.
4: about to get devoured by flesh-eating cockroaches. I mean, as although as they as should fun. be
3: scarabs, but it's cool, it's fine.
2: I, I kind of thought it was going to be kind of short to start with, so like something we might be able to get through in a single, light like, dive and... Uh, now it just keeps going down and down and down. I'm like, man, this guy's rich. Lit, ten I really wouldn't down. be
4: surprised if our second site is like small and then the Maybe. third yeah. site is like...
1: That's if we even get to a second site.
3: Prepare to be surprised.
4: We have a great sites
1: because we have the good luck.
4: Yeah. We get all the great sites because we're the player character.
3: Yeah. And the other people are going to be jealous and there's going to be feuds. There's going to be few. We're going to have to jump
4: in and like save some fights at some point.
0: It's like, oh, okay, well, of course we're going to get the most important sites because we're the main characters. I was you kind know.
4: of joking, but it's also but, kind of but true. You but know? yeah, and
0: but there's also this kind of view that it's like, do you get the most important sites because you're the main characters or are you the main characters because you get the most important sites? Just because you happen to be at a festival in a small town and protect the town from goblins, are you (laughs) destined? Or were you just in the right place at the right time and then just continue on from
2: there? I think
4: a large part of that is how your character interprets that.
2: Yeah, Yeah. because like (laughs) Sudi following Phrasma, you know, is the deity of fate believes it's fate. Like, believes that it is put in the right place at the right time to do the things that need to be yeah, done. Yeah,
4: and, like, not to, like, reveal too much of Onurus' backstory, but he's, like, looking for a purpose to why certain things have happened in his life. So he's yeah. expecting that something important is going to happen. He just doesn't know when or where. He's mm. trying to find Jesus. Not yeah. really. <laughs> so Gera's <laughs> the opposite. She does
3: not expect anything out of this except for the gold because she has her own personal stuff that she has.
4: Yeah, and doesn't ex- doesn't... Me as a player, I know this is the kickoff to the adventure path, so this is the part of the start of the important thing, but Onuris isn't expecting this to lead to what he's looking uh, for.
0: I discourage that level of metagaming.
4: Yeah. Um, (laughs) So he's here because he wants to protect the tombs. He doesn't want. He wants to protect the you know the dead from being desecrated. Well, I'm I'm not you saying know. that any
0: of you don't have a reason to be there, but it's that whole idea. of Some people are born into greatness, and other have it thrust upon them. I find that most heroes usually have it thrust upon them. Yeah,
4: and mm-hmm. occasionally you have yeah. the character that's like, no, I've I've been looking for or I've been expecting this or well, something. Well, the
3: opposite. Sometimes you have a character that you think is going to be really cool, and you play through the first book, and then at the end of the first book, the plot hook continues on in the second book, and then you're just left with this character that you're like this character wouldn't do go. this. Yeah. This character wouldn't go on an yeah. adventure, wouldn't want to continue, has no motivation to move forward. And a lot of time, it happens if your first character dies, bringing in a second character, gets a yeah. little clunky. But yeah, yeah so sometimes the character just isn't meant to be a hero.
0: One of the ones that springs to mind, spoiler? Uh, maybe a minor spoiler alert here for Second Darkness, but most of my players have not played Second Darkness, so it's not a huge spoiler. Between book two and three, there's a big departure from what is presented in the player's guide. Mm. To the point that a lot of people felt that there was a huge interrupt between, it was just, oh, my character's motivations make perfect sense in book one, and they still make decent sense in book two, but then it's just like, it just kind of stops after that. If you made a character based off of the player's guide, it's very hard to even justify your character's continued action Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. book three. Yeah. And it's that same thing where, oh, well, sometimes you make a character and they they fit great. One of the best things that Paizo's added to the role-playing community in general is the concept of campaign traits.
4: I really like the campaign traits yeah. yeah. cuz when I sat down to make on actually I knew I wanted to play a cleric but I didn't really know what or how I wanted to go with that. I tossed around like Anubis and a few other of the old gods and then I was looking at the character like the campaign traits and I found one I really liked and I was able to pretty much build the rest of his character from the campaign trait I chose and yeah. I think it fits really well.
1: I did something similar and then you actually let me kind of tweak it to almost fit my story better, (laughs) which was really cool, (laughs) which y'all don't know about. Yeah. yeah, we have all this, we, <laughs> it's mystery. all shh,
0: mystery. Well, no, just more an idea of like revealing it in character. Yeah, yeah. so normally so.
4: we all know, oh, what campaign did you take, and a little bit of our characters' backstories before we even start playing, because we've talked about it, but with this one, we're all like... We're trying. We're being all super secret, so when it gets revealed in the game, it's actually a surprise to the players, Yeah, too. so it's not
0: just one of those, okay, introduce your characters, and just just, hello, I am Grog the Fighter. I'm a human warrior, and uh, you know, I'm just here because... Uh, well, my father died at a young age, and uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just continue, yeah. story. Yeah. You know, and I, I always hate when people just like info dump their backstories at the beginning of a campaign. Like, well, I don't really have any connection to your character, and I'm not gonna remember why you're on this quest for vengeance against the six fingered man. You guys got the uh, the last of hopefully this tomb to explore, then you can get back to town for a little bit, maybe socialize some, get a little bit more uh, role playing in there, and then hopefully find a giant pile of massive amounts of loot so that. On is no longer in the hole as far as only the rest of the party. We
4: haven't sold that shield yet, so I'm not technically in the hole. Hopefully, if we find a massive pile of loot, I will be out of the hole. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and <laughs> assuming
0: that Marin survives, I think you need to pay him, pay him back him. for a sword. I
3: gotta see a halfling about a sword. Yeah, you're, 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 amaz-
0: yeah, you're amazing, uh, insect gonna... vein plus one sword.
3: Hey, but I did hook him up with some dogs, so.
2: That's true. Also, if nothing else, we can drown our sorrows with Nard. Nard. We have a, a lot of Nard now.
3: I'm, I'm good not doing that. Yeah. Correct
0: Cur- Cur- me not doing if I'm that. wrong.
3: Mm-hmm. Isn't it like a. Isn't it a perfume? Yeah. I, I thought I'm it was an sure oil. I didn't think you drank it. I don't it think you drink it. Uh um, <laughs> <and, laughs> now, now, now
4: that you now that, you've <laughs> yeah. that
0: it's, It is an expensive oily yeah. perfume.
4: Yeah, don't drink that, Sudi. You
0: just walk in there and just the dish. This is the most disgusting drink <laughs> ever. Yeah,
4: <drink> <laughs> yeah, <drink> <laughs> yeah, <drink> <laughs> it's like when you're trying to, like, you know, you just open something and your cat thinks that your pet cat thinks it's food and sticks their nose in it, and you're like, no.
3: It's cats and antifreeze.
0: Turns out that 50% of Nard's construction is just catnip.
1: <laughs>
0: mm. Aww. Aww. All right, so uh, we'll leave it off there. Come back and check out episode seven, which should be coming out here shortly. We're putting them out on a weekly basis. And then we'll be back for part three of our uh, after party series after episode nine. Any we'll tell you words? more about Texas. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Return next time for Mummy's Mask. <laughs> So, yeah,
0: come back, uh, check us out here soon, and until next time, good luck, Pathfinders.